Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. My Song Suck would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters, and community. We pay our respects to them and their cultures and to the elders both past and present. Hello and welcome to My Song Suck, the show where we listen to bad songs from good writers. I'm Alex Smith and I'm a musician. I'm James Keogh and I'm the friend of a musician. Let's get started. Hello, we are back. Welcome back to My Song Suck. I'm Alex Smith. I'm James Keogh. And thank you for joining us this week. James, what's going on in the land of James? Well, depending on when this episode comes out, and <laughs> likely when this episode comes out, a severe lockdown has Sad. plagued my hometown. Not my hometown. The town in which I am currently. Yeah, no, still in lockdown, still chilling out. I was uh, chatting with you folks, um, Alex and Zane, before we started. I got a new PC recently, oh, nice. which has been um, helping me through the cold, lonely nights by playing them high-res bloody shooty games hell yeah yeah got that rtx 3070 and it's it's chugging away gamers how about you alex what are you up to i'm going all right bloody kicking goals albums come out music videos come out graduating uni fucking all sorts of exciting things but yeah look at you go with every high must come a low i went i went today to go and buy a a red uh blazer from someone on facebook marketplace It it was a woman's blazer size 12 and I was like, I know that women's sizes are fucked, but let's see if I can get the general ballpark here. A rookie move. Um, uh-huh. And it was like, it's about a men's large. And I was like, all right, I'm about a men's large on the, the larger side of the large. So I got mm. there and I already felt creepy about being a man from the internet coming to buy uh, an item of woman's clothing from someone. Uh, mm. And then she was like, hi, and just kind of handed it to me. And I wanted to try it on, see if it fit. But I was like, no, because if it doesn't fit, then I'd be like, oh, this doesn't fit. Take it back. And then I just <laughs> came to her house to wear her jacket and then leave and not give her money for it. And that's worse. So I got to my car and then I tried it on and it was uh, so tight. I can never wear it in my lifetime. Oh, my shoulders no. are too broad. So Damn. 10 bucks. I will say on the, the photo was really nice and it was on like one of the mannequins. And mm. when she gave it to me, it was like scrumpled up and real bad. And she's like, you need to iron it. I'm like, what the fuck did you do between taking the photo? <laughs> God damn, I can't, I can't sell this now. Crumpled it up. Yeah. Fun. Man, fuck this guy. Crumple, crumple. What do you need the red blazer for? Or just for fashion sense? <laughs> uh, I have an exciting project coming up. I don't want to say, I don't want to spoil anything. Ooh, Join my Patreon. Tease, a little tease, yeah. little breadcrumbs. But uh, if, you, if you know anything that might require a red blazer, then meh, 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 meh. I won't say either way. This has been a long tangent, but thank <laughs> you for joining us. I wonder if I'll include it. Sometimes I just cut these big tangents. Sometimes these get cut. Anyway, <laughs> we like let's to talk have about fun. the song. This is part of the like 
we're doing one on one off in terms of like these two albums that you've done in tandem this album's ep right yeah <laughs> so, so this, this one's part of the going four full, songs going that you wrote moon. for a a lady it is it is uh at your uni this song i discovered has to have come out 2011 or later okay. uh the the date says 2011 i thought we were in 2010 but I know this comes out in 2011 for a reason that we'll discuss later when it gets to it. Ooh, another breadcrumb, another tease. Ooh, Red yum, Blazer yum, 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 yum. came out in 2011. <laughs> what does it all mean? <laughs> JJ Abrams, mystery box. <laughs> it's poetry. It rhymes. <laughs> it rhymes. Lens flare. Um, uh, um, let's get into it. Yeah. Let's just listen to the song. This is a song called Your Light, and it's the second one off the EP. Yeah. Let's go. Just you're the most incredible person that I've ever met. But you don't need me, you don't see me. I blew our chance at our last, our last chasing a giant crab up the beach. Now you were in that dream, baby, but you weren't helping me. Oh, no. You were laughing at me. Now I looked up the meaning of this dream because I thought it was a comment on my sexual hygiene. But as it turns out, to see a crab in a dream represents an unobtainable relationship. And that's what I knew, baby. I just knew. I had to let you go.
is tearing me apart. I think I love you. And there you have it. And there you have it. What do we think? Look, I think that it's a simple little ditty uh-huh, uh-huh. that you bring, you just push a lot into in terms of just like, just a lot of vocal stuff. There's some spoken stuff going on, <laughs> which, yeah. Yeah. hey, look, you know. And, you know, in terms of the message there, I don't know if it hits the mark. Oh. But to the core of it, there's a there's something that just plods along and also maybe it could be a bit faster. Cause I did kind of check in and I was like, oh yeah, we're having a good time. We are halfway through. <laughs> did think we were finished. Damn. That's my like yet fair review. One one sentence review there. True. How are we feeling there, Alex? I really like this song. I think mm. this this is one of the best songs so far mm. easily and when i used to play this was uh, one of the feathers in my cap this was my best song for a long time uh, i think that the mm. songwriting has really matured here it sounds like a song as yeah. opposed to a bunch of bullshit that is happening <laughs> uh, yes. I, I definitely agree that there's a lot going on mm. and it does start to drag the the average listener Probably because we tend to loop this when we do our notes and get a vibe for it. Mm. I don't know if it was designed to be listened on repeat. <laughs> so And it's quite samey. But yeah. the thing that fucking gets me is that it sounds like it was recorded on an ass. Why does yeah. it sound so bad? Yeah. I was that's one of the things, that's one of my notes, is that just like, that's that gives me early Alex vibes. Yeah. Where it's just like... What the fuck's going on with this pixely bullshit? Yeah. I thought we were past this. I cannot say why it sounds as crunchy and distorted and shit as mm. it does. At this point, I would have been using my fancy mic. Oh my goodness. I know exactly why. I'm probably just clipping it to fuck. Clipping it to buggery, I should say. Not clipping it in order to fuck. <laughs> uh-huh. But that's probably why it's so... As in... The, yeah. Distorting. Okay. Yeah. Right. Oh, because here's the other thing. So as you know, when you record something, when it goes in, if it's too loud, it hits the red. So you turn it down so that it doesn't hit the red. Right. What they don't tell you is about summing clipping. That's not the word for it, but summing is what's happening. So you have four tracks at a volume where they don't clip. Mm. If you play those four tracks together, the stereo out for that track will clip. Piles on each other, yeah. Yeah. Uh, obviously, that's a great reduction, uh, mm-hmm. but that's the only thing I can think of as to why this sounds so Like air bad. out of a balloon. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it does, like, I tinny is the word that I applied to it, and yeah. I kind of, I, I, I've got here, bold of you to play a song to Casio keyboard preset <laughs> song number three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on here. This is... This is a real step back in terms of the production. I agree. It's like one step forward with the songwriting, two yeah. steps back with the production. But like, I, I, I have a lot of love for this song, for the musicality. Like, you have a drum beat that is actually a drum beat people would play. You got the... Sure. 
like that's a real it isn't some weird I don't play the drum style fucking drum beat. Mm. It's oh and like a sophisticated bass line. Normally it's like Yeah. You can you can hum the bass line because it's like good and catchy. I'd say it's probably because the fifties did a lot of the heavy lifting for me in terms of this whole song. Which kind of brings us neatly to an important point that I should know. The reason I know that it came out in 2011 is because I became enamored with a small video on YouTube, which I don't know why it hasn't gotten more love in the the fucking 10 years since. It's only got 4,000 views. It's some college performance, Mm. and they do some songs from, I think, a Back to the Future musical. Cool. Yeah, cool. or maybe just like no. yeah, right. Uh, and they have a song called Lorraine, uh, "You Are My Destiny." Yeah, and it's like a fifties doo-wop thing because it makes cool. sense because it's Back to the Future. Yeah, very cool, and it's really great, and you should definitely check it out. And I, I can't say I ripped it off, <laughs> but like the influence was incredibly strong. And if right. you watch that and then listen to this, if you're not a music person who knows enough to know the ways it's different. Like if you were perhaps <laughs> <You>? a lawyer, <laughs> if you were perhaps a lawyer, you'd be like, oh yeah, this guy's going to fucking jail. <laughs> but like the 1950s, like, so say, if you were to say, all right, acapella, do a song. Mm. And I don't mean like a specific song. Just what does a song from 2020 sound like? Do it. Um, Baby, we've only got tonight, baby. <laughs> that's more of like a early 2000s. I'm sorry. I no, that's all right. That's all right. But to prove my point, now do a song from the 50s. Doom, boom, baby, <laughs> I love the way your eyebrows, eyebrows hit my face. <laughs> hit my face. Yeah. I guess when they kiss, right? Because when they kiss. Yeah. But yeah, see, you got the bouncy melody, the clicks. Yeah. The, the wavy, like all 50 songs sound very, very similar. All 50 songs are the same. They were just recycling the same thing over and over again. Yeah. The ice cream changes because it's about the fact. Yes. That all the same. Is this a yes of like, you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about? No, or? I, kn- I oh, know yeah. the, I know all the ice cream <laughs> yes. changes. But for anyone who like didn't, I don't know. Like I know what they are, but like anyone who didn't. Mm. Uh, well, it's basically the chord progression that most 50 songs use. They're called the ice cream changes uh, because, you know, ice cream bars and stuff. Uh, mm. And there's a song called Those Magic Changes. And it's just about how when he hears those chords, you know, the melody from Greece. Yeah, from Greece. Um, and basically just about how all those songs sound the same, but have different melodies. Like they talked about it back then. So they knew in it was a like a means. Me kind of ripping off that song from YouTube is kind of very in fitting of the theme of the 50s. Really? Indeed. I think it's different enough to get away with it. I mean, like, not to pile on. You also do lyrically kind of lean into the 50s-ness of it, uh, as we'll see. Let's have a look at the first uh, section of this song here. Maybe your sunlight on a cloudy day the color in a world that is gray you make my hands shake make my heart beat in my chest you're the most incredible person that i've 
bloody. It does leave you wanting more. Leaves it's you wanting in there. More. It's your hook. What What do you got to say? What's fifties about? I'm that? just saying, baby, your sunlight on a cloudy day. Yeah. You're the color in a world that's gray. Yeah. It's just not the most inspired. Wow. wow. Groundbreaking lyricism. You're breaking my heart here, James. I I felt very good about these lyrics when I read them. You thought that no one else in the whole wide world, nobody. Not even in the song that I ripped this from, where they uh-huh. specifically mentioned sunlight twice. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I think it's an homage. It's an homage. Yeah, it's an homage. It's fine. Like the uh, the color in a world that is gray, a reference to depression. Mm. Sunlight and cloudy yeah. day, uh, depression. But also, then that's making it a you are the happiness in my life. You are the happiness. I would die without yeah, you. Yeah, bad, bad. Which is point. something that we do sort of do. lean towards yeah. later in the song. In fact, all the way through <laughs> the song. <laughs> but, but I we'll think get there. You make my hand shake, make my heart beat in my chest. Cute. Yeah, you're the cute. most incredible person that I've ever met. True. It is cute. See, I I think I like this because it's so true. So many times in our lives, sometimes you can be swept up and you're just like, I've never known anyone as, as I mean, I've never known anyone as beautiful as you can be true. It's like, I've never mm-hmm. physically interacted with anyone who is as mm-hmm. uh, conventionally attractive as you. But like this person, she really was the most incredible person that I'd ever met. And I was so happy to exultantly sing that at the top of my voice because it was true. God damn. Boom. There you go. You can hear the truth. Through the song, yeah, bit of bit of trivia. Do we do trivia as we go through, or do you want me to do it at the end? Yeah, let's do it. I feel like you know we're too segmented. We're yeah. too like Probably now it's time for the trivia. Now it's time for here. this and that. Let's just bloody mix it all up like, like a bloody big old milkshake brew. Oh, throw me some Eye of Newt. <laughs> here you go, lad. That's what we call trivia oh. in the biz. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, so for the longest time, whoa, 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 whoa for the whoa, longest time. <laughs> Uh, I sang this song at gigs, and this was one of my regulars, and that, but you don't need me, you don't see me, ooh. I included this song in one of my theater things, and one of the guys was like, I have some plans for this song. Uh, I'm gonna, you know, I got an idea for it, and I was like, mmm, hate that. <laughs> this isn't really like a collaborative thing. This is kind of <laughs> just like a song I have. So that we don't have to spend the next 45 minutes writing a piece for this drama exercise we're doing in class. I'm trying to, like, help us here. Uh, but he did make a very good suggestion. And I ended up changing it. So There you go. I, Collaboration. Actually, yeah. I've actually made a few different versions of this song. But it felt dishonest to the show to not include the first one. Sure. But the actual way that this goes now is... But you, you don't need me. You don't see me, do Just a little bit more interesting. So the backing vocalist still doing the, you mm. don't need me. And then on top of it, it kind of jumps around, which I think was a good addition. Yeah. And adds a new energy just before the chorus. Um, that's just some information about that's the song. That's a good song. trivia. Yeah, right? Good eye of Newt. Yeah, this bit evolved. I, I don't know whether we've been keeping track on the accent. Mm. this one is very american very american which i mean it kind of has to be yeah. for the style right yeah very doobop very 50s i wonder whether this is some sort of switch that clicked in me whether i was like this is this is it mm. now this is the voice try to understand it 
Um, but I can't remember the one before this was Plastic Singers. There comes a time in everybody's. I don't know. Maybe this I whole think year. you. I think you were like wishy washy and Plastic Singers. Yeah, we were, and then a little bit of like weird Spanish flair at <laughs> Natalie and Bruglia. <laughs> Fuck. <sighs> Um, you don't need me. You don't see me. I blew our last chance at our last dance. Oh, but a- actual trivia. Sorry. Yeah. This song was written briefly after there was some sort of old person party at uni where we dressed <laughs> up as old people. Oh, cool. And, uh, we, that is a fun party. Yeah. And we slow danced as old people. And I don't think I said anything to ruin it. I think it was more that like I didn't confess my love for her sure. or some fucking awful thing that I'm glad I never did. <laughs> um, but I think that's me. I blew our last chance at our last dance. Oh, so there was an actual dance. Yeah, it was an actual dance. We were dancing. It was cute. We cute. were very close, good friends before I yeah. ruined it by seeking more. So wait, so while you've written this, mm-hmm. you guys are still tight. You guys are still just friends. Yes. And you've written this song about how you've been completely dejected and you're unwanted. Oh, oh, actually. Okay, so... (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, I'm just remembering my fucking life. (laughs) Um, Slumdog millionaire in this. (laughs) It so is. Whenever I listen to it, I'm like, I got nothing for this song. Then I listen like four times through it. I'm like, I'm having a memory. Fuck. Um... So, like I said, I used to play this song, the song before it, the last, fuck, the the three songs, the four songs on this, oh, God damn it. Yes. I used to play these songs at my gigs in a row. It was right. like a bit where the fucking gig screeched to a halt, and I was like, <laughs> who's my fucking, fucking, <laughs> uh. and I would tell a little story in between each song to give it some context. Mm. The thing I would say about this was I would explain that uh, the person I was after, I was like, there comes a time in everybody's life when you fall in love with someone and it turns out that they're a lesbian. It happens to the best of us. You know, blah, 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 blah. Mm. Um, which at the time I thought was very funny. And I don't, I don't it's probably, I don't know if that's Good problematic. Gag, Alex. I don't know if I that's know. problematic. I don't think it's, I don't think it's problematic. Because like, I guess, I don't, I don't know. It's just a funny thing that happened yeah, to you. Yeah, it's just a funny thing. You like someone who kind of, yeah. yeah. Um, but so that's the whole thing. It's, Mm-hmm. I can't have you, gross possessive term. Yes. But like, it's just that. Like, I really like you, but you don't like men or me. So, are Not you usually the lesbian at this point that <laughs> you'd written the song? At this point, yes. Okay. Yeah. And you still love her, though. Well, as I'm... per the rules of the song, uh, you know she's a lesbian. <laughs> I think I love her. Uh huh. I know. But you know that I you need, need her. her. Okay. But I can't have her, and it's tearing me apart. Okay, all right. Yeah, see? It's clever. I get... Um, <laughs> Zane is <laughs> shaking his head. <laughs> um, and also, I'd argue that there's more than one kind of love. Sure. Um, which I wish I'd known back at the time, because then maybe I wouldn't have shat all over this beautiful friendship by, <laughs> you know, being like, oh, uh, a person of the opposite sex is being nice to me. This must be what romance is. Mm, mm. You know? I also, I don't know. I feel like I did have a, a crush on her at the very least. I yeah. think, like, you can have a crush on someone and also think that they're an incredible friend and very talented and, you know, all that And write stuff. four songs about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wish I didn't write four songs about her. <laughs> and show one of them to her. Anyway. Oh, my friend, I showed all of them to her. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I showed her the first one. 
Yes. And then we were buds for a bit. Uh, and then she came to my gigs and I played her all four in a row. Remember that one where she came and it was, it was just me and her and like a ah, friend. Yes. How and, could I forget? And I was just sat like a meter away from her cause it was that fucking grilled. How, and I was just, how could I forget? Yeah. Welcome that. to my fucking world, buddy. <laughs> I have to live with being the fucking, the guy in that story. <laughs> <sighs> all right. Let's keep listening to the song. Let's go to the chorus. I think I love you. Good chorus. Good chorus. It is difficult to listen to knowing <laughs> the context. I feel like we've just seen this character go away and like kick a dog to death and then come in and be like, sorry, everybody, and then start playing the chorus. And you're like, ah, oh, I don't know about this guy anymore. Uh, I think the way that you've described it uh -huh. in terms of the opening lines, mm -hmm. I think I love you. I know I need you, but mm -hmm. I can't have you. It's tearing me apart. I think making that distinction is very important. Yeah. And that legitimizes a lot of the core. That's it makes it okay. Why thank you? Is this I a trap? <laughs> I was gonna say, why thank you? And I was like, wait, is this a trap? Because I was going into this and I was like, oh no, I don't know about this one, man. Mm. This ain't it, chief. <laughs> but <laughs> I think describing you know, going through the chorus with that that sort of like fine truth comb. Yeah. Sort of get an understanding of like, okay, I see what you're saying here. Yeah, I, I pick my words very carefully. That's why it yes, takes me also, so long to write songs. Do bop do wop. Do up, do up. But like do up, do up. what I really like about this song is that melodically it also represents the slow inching forward. So it's I think I love you. Mm. I know I need you. Mm. But mm. I can't have you, Aww. and it's tearing me apart. And like, as it increases in tension, so yeah. too do the statements that it's saying. Yeah. And I was very proud of that. I think it's nice. Thank you. Thanks, Mum. Put it on the You're fridge. welcome. And also the, the lyricism. So as we mentioned, we've got the, I think I love you. I know I need you, but I can't have you, and it's tearing me apart. I think I love you. I know I need you. Your light is shining through the cracks in my poor heart. We can, in these lyrics, mm. you're, you're making the faces if I've said something stupid. I remembered the light is shining <laughs> through the cracks in my poor heart bit. And, mm -hmm. no, go on. So, we've, we've established, you know, you're breaking my heart. I have a broken heart and I'm sad. We have established that she radiates light. You know, that he's, she's like a big source of light and happiness in his life. He can't mm. be with her, and so his heart's broken. Rather than saying, you know, you've broken my heart, he says, your light is shining through the cracks in my heart. So we know his heart is broken, that she emits light, but we don't use any gross cliches like, you know, you, You're the I, I have a broken one. heart. Yeah. Yeah, I, okay. I thought that was pretty, you know, a good way to avoid some cliches. But you, it did sound like you thought there were some stupid lyrics there. Not stupid. It's just that, like, <laughs> it's another thing of, like, you're so great and I'm breaking apart. And, like, maybe that is what it is. And maybe that's okay. But we've fallen into this trap a lot of times, Mr. Smith, of having women just be the thing that fixes a person. 
Yeah. And I guess, I guess shining through doesn't mean like the kind of light that's like repairing the heart. Oh, it just yeah, means yeah. that, like, it's just, you can see, it's like a torch. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. I feel like the thesis statement of this song is, you are, I mean, it's probably too long to be a thesis statement, but you are a great source of joy in my life. Mm. I care about you very much. I wish we could be together. We cannot. And that, you know, I mourn the loss of that potential relationship. However, I recognize that, and I have to let you go, yeah. as mentioned in the spoken word section which yes. we will get to we will get there um but this still makes me sad and so your light is shining through the cracks in my poor heart because my heart is broken that i can't be with you and that makes me yeah. sad but i'm not clawing to change it i'm right. really sad You're, about... it's a resignation that yeah. to the fact that this is who we are this is what we are yeah yeah all right all right but maybe i'm it's giving... all right it's all right to be sad yeah, it's okay to be sad, and like you can like someone, and maybe they don't like you back, and some, you know, it's a bummer. That's sad. Yeah, maybe you still think you love them, but you know that at the very least, you need them. <laughs> Let's continue. Good. Oh, when you're near me, well, it's worth all the pain. You're like ice cream after dinner, or puddles after rain. Just one look. Oh, you cut the oh, god. No, I didn't mean to. Oh, yeah, it's because you blasphemed, dude. Come on. <laughs> you know better. Take our Lord's name in vain. This is an 18 year old. This man can vote. <laughs> this man can vote. I sound so whiny. Yeah, very funny. You're like ice cream after dinner or puddles after rain. What do you think about that? Those lyrics. Here's the thing ice cream after dinner fucking loses me hardcore, puddles <laughs> after rain does win me back i think that's some cute ghibli shit yeah but ice cream yeah. after dinner <laughs> like, yeah it makes dinner a bad thing like oh i had to have my dinny <laughs> but now i get icy cream it does i never even realized that it makes dinner seem like the bad thing because it puddles after rain yeah see see that's a that's the thing of me being stupid because i i didn't see it as like it's a good thing after a bad thing it was just like, puddles are nice. Ice cream's nice. You like nice things. I like the nice thing. So we've changed the melody from the first verse. Yes. We've, I think we've chucked it up the octave. So, but when yeah, you're near Yeah, this is like me. essentially a bridge. Well, it's, it's similar enough that you're like, okay, this is a verse. But it, it changes mm. the energy. I really like the energy of verse two. I didn't feel like it was dragging on. I'm like, okay, the song is going longer than I expected, but I, <laughs> I like the journey we're on. Yeah. We, we got bits happening everywhere. We got... But when you're near me, it's fucking up there. There's uh -huh. all the pain. You're like ice cream after dinner. Yeah, that's like a fun thing that the I first do think. One I do. do think verse two is more interesting melody wise than verse yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, and then the second half of verse two do fucking goes off the rails. Just by mm. looking into your eyes, and I know I'll be alright, even though I got nobody to come to at night. Who am I kidding? Oh God. Oh uh, God. I do feel like that slightly undermines. Yeah. It. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're saying when you're saying, who who am I kidding, oh God? Like, is this just like, uh, I'm, I, I'm fine. Oh, who am I kidding? I, I think that's it, yeah. Because it's like, just one look into your eyes and I know I'll be all right. 
at the concept of not being with you. Yeah. Even though I got nobody to come to at night. Oh, who am I kidding? So you're, oh, yeah, God. you're still lonely. Yeah. It's a Yeesh. good gag. I just don't know if it fits. <laughs> it's a here. no from me. It's a no from <laughs> me. God, I'm flashing back. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, good new energy. Yeah, it does. It mixes it, mixes it up, which yeah. I, I appreciate it for. I, yeah, would definitely be more critical of this song if verse two was just a verse one clone. I think that that was something I was learning. And I don't know whether this is like the bloody, the secret source that's making me stand out from other Brisbane musicians. Mm. But other Brisbane musicians don't listen to me anyway, so we're fine. Um, <laughs> but you'll notice in my music onwards, and from this one, I don't know whether the next one does it, but verse one, chorus one, establish the melody. Verse two, chorus two, change it up, keep it exciting. Mm. Verse three, onward, like bridge fucking spoken go, segment. Go wild. Yeah. Spoken <laughs> segment, go wild at the bridge. Chorus, go absolutely nuts. All throw yeah. it on the wall. So here we have the instance. So this ain't no fucking Emma Emma. Right. Where it's all the exact same. Yeah. We got yeah. some new energy coming in for verse two. So up to this point, we've had a very good realistic drum beat. Uh-huh. On chorus two, or I mean on all the choruses, I, I just have this really distracting fucking open symbol. It might be an open hi-hat. It might be a symbol, but it's just like... It's doing the one, two, three, four <laughs> the whole time, which is awful and distracting. All right. We'll listen to Zane, play um, clip two and listen to the chorus again. I got rid of clip two because you wow. gave me six and you have four slots. Are you deleting got rid these? Of clip two. No, I replaced it with clip six. Oh my wow, God. Wow, replace it with clip six. Oh. That's the right, worst well, clip. I can, we'll I can, come back I to the chorus at the it. end. We've got the we've got the other chorus, the final. Oh, you chorus. have the final chorus. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I wasted everyone's time. All right. Well, in that case, let's play the spoken word segment. It wouldn't be a Wyma song without one. Good boy. Just when you think this song's all right, he hits you <laughs> with the spoken word with, segment. With the spoken word. Here we go. Oh, now, baby, I know we can't be together. You know how I know? Cause I saw it in a dream. And in the dream, I was chasing a giant crab up the beach. Now you were in that dream, baby, but you weren't helping me. Oh no, you were laughing at me. And now I looked up the meaning of this dream because I thought it was a comment on my sexual hygiene. But as it turns out, to see a crab in a dream represents an unobtainable relationship. And that's when I knew, baby. I just knew. I had to let you go. I have to be in your comedic space. You know what I mean? I have to be, because this, sure, I can get around it. And like, good gag and all that. It's just that I have to be like, it's like, do you remember that time we were living together for a short period of time? Yes, I know and exactly I was cleaning. Say. I was cleaning the floor. Uh, it was like, uh, I don't know. It was like late at night and I was cleaning the kitchen. And you came back. along and you were listening to um, oh, oh, the other oh, kick. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, you yeah. were doing a little kick thing. Yeah, I was kicking on every... Uh, every time they said kick. Oh, it was like, no, they don't say kicks in that song. I was like, kick, I'm a kick, and kick, and kick. And I was like, I'm a robot just for kicks, yeah. You can't stop yeah. me, and I'm kicking all these kicks, yeah. And I'm kicking and a just, lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm kicking just, these kicks. And it's like, sure. <laughs> No, good. Great. It's just that I wasn't there with you 
in the there. same realm. You were, and you... it just didn't work. And I feel like this is a similar thing where it's like, <laughs> oh, it's a funny spoken word thing yeah. where he's talking about he had he's talking too much about his dream, and oh, that wasn't it's, he's going into too much specific detail. Sure, great gag. That wasn't the it's gag just... I was going for. <laughs> Okay. Mm well, the gag I was going for is that it's an homage to uh, Elvis, as Elvis would occasionally do spoken word segments. I know that. Well, then why are you just... talking about him? That's the thing. Anyway, go on. So, this is a, a true fact. <laughs> I had a dream that had me chasing a crab up the beach, and she was laughing at me. And back then, I was big into her dream dictionaries uh, and figuring out what dreams meant. So this is actually just me inserting that fact. Do you have a dream dictionary phase? Yeah. Damn. Did you not? No. I wow. Yeah. I, w- I was a very introspective young man and also a fucking nutcase, as you can hear. Yeah. I remember I bought a big A to Z dream dictionary from my partners. Damn. We broke up. She, she took a willow, as she oh. should have, because it was a gift, but like, you know. <laughs> I, yeah. I like looking at it. It also, controversially, doesn't mean anything, right? Like, I mean, I don't think you can predict the future, but you're telling me that like your brain doesn't process what you're thinking. I mean, I guess it's your subconscious. I'm a skeptic yeah. on on dream meanings. How can you be a? How can you be a skeptic? It's like you got a lot of shit going on in your life, and then you fall asleep, and you have like a dream. That you're being chased by zombies and you wake up and you're like, that was a bad dream. You're like, oh, I guess I'm pretty stressed. You know? I mean, sure. Maybe you're pushing I, a lot of stuff down. You don't know what's going on. I think, and this is a large tangent slash argument. No, that we fuck should maybe you. Just fuck you. You came for me in my, my dream job. But I think I get the broader strokes of it. It's yeah. the minutia of like, if you see, you know, a ping pong ball in a martini glass, yeah. like that doesn't mean you need to be more hydrated. In my opinion, that's fair. That's just my opinion. <laughs> well, maybe you, should, you look at the meaning of ping pong ball in a martini glass. I maybe will it, look up the meaning of ping pong ball in a martini glass. Maybe it means something. You're like, fuck. And like, you, yeah. you, you live in Sydney during a lockdown. You're like, oh, damn it. <laughs> right? How did they know? <laughs> that all aside, it yeah. is still a, like, it's like, what if Elvis did a spoken word thing, but instead of doing like a, hey, baby, I love you. Yeah. Like it a, was, uh, a silly... hey, baby, I had a dream about a crab and you were yeah. in it and you were laughing at me. Yeah, it was funny. When I played it live, <sighs> I used to be like, yeah. but as it turns out, to see a crab on a dream represents an unobtainable relationship. And that's true. You can Google it. And that was always, <laughs> the, that was always the bit that people used to laugh at. That's a good one. That's a good one. It's odd that the bit that wasn't in the song that I improved is the bit that people liked. <laughs> but yeah, so that's the spoken word bit. Don't know why it's in there. I forget it's in there because it's so unnecessary. So out yeah, of place. Just out of place for the rest of the tone of the song. I'm not mad about it. <laughs> it's just that I, every time I'm listening to it, am not in the mood, baby. Maybe tomorrow <laughs> night. I have a headache. Have caused a headache. by this song. <laughs> when you sing... Unless you're Weird Al, you're like, all right, this is a serious thing. Spoken words, you can be like, oh, this is a comedy thing. But like, you're like, oh, I guess this is a, a comedy thing. Right. You can't jarringly intertwine them. Yeah. Weird. 
Because it's, it's very like, much not a comedy song up to that point. If REM did like Everybody Hurts and then every <laughs> like in the middle of it and just like talking about their shopping list, like it just doesn't as like a gag. Yeah. Oh, I thought these were the lyrics, but they were my shopping list and I'm REM. <laughs> oh, back to the song. Everybody hurts. <laughs> it's, it's so like, like that. Fuck. <laughs> God damn. What the fuck was I doing at any point of my life? Do I do this shit now? And like two years from now, I'm going to be like, what was I doing? <laughs> fuck. So random. Lol, XD. This is painful. Life is painful for me. I Like next week, I'm going to be cringing on this week. Fuck. God damn. <laughs> That's the cycle of cringe, baby. <laughs> I hate Never it. stops. It's an Ouroboros of cringe. Always be cringing. ABC. ABC. <laughs> fuck. What the fuck was I doing? Why was this my best song? Why did people like this? <laughs> the melody is good. It's a good melody. It is a good melody. Thank you. <laughs> I said that and you agreed with me. And then I acted like you said it. What? <laughs> fuck. That's what you're cringing at next week. Uh, Look forward to next week on Alex Cringes. <laughs> Let's cap it off. I think this is the end bit. And then the last chorus, which I did keep because you do something cool with it. Let's figure it out together. Oh, true. Gotta say, I'm not at my the top of my clip gang, uh, clip game. Yeah, what's I going on? Say. I, this, um, this ain't Twitch. These were some rapid clips for sure. Explain this to me. Uh huh. This feels right, mm-hmm. but I've only ever been wrong. I feel as though, you know, when they say like when you meet the right person, you'll just know. Yeah. It's like this feels right, but I always feel like it's right. I fall in love very easily. I have bad judgment. But given the con of the rest of the song, yeah, it shouldn't it be like this felt right? Uh, no, because it's not like, to Nate pick, but <laughs> it's like you you can love someone, acknowledge that you can't be with them, and be like, I have to let this go. I'm not there yet. So that whole situation is what feels good. Well, I mean, that situation doesn't feel good. It's like no, but this feels, connection feels between the way you, you should feel, yeah, currently. This connection between but, you and I feels right. It feels like what love would feel. Oh, like. thank you. That's, good too. <laughs> That's why you're my co-host, man. Yeah. But you're willing to admit that maybe you're wrong? It's, it's kind of like, hey, Alex, what's going on? Oh, I've met this new girl, guys. I bloody love it a bit. She's so funny. She just gets me. We have really deep chats. Alex, mm. you, what about the girl you were talking to last week? I know. I have bad judge of character. I just, I but really feel like this situation. This I mean, that's like, that's kind of like the like, the meta of this situation. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what's, oh, hey, Alex, what's been going on? Well, you know, I met this girl and I thought that she was the absolute sunshine, but it actually turned out that we weren't right for each other. And so while I acknowledge that she is really great, um, I'm sad that uh, we can't be together. And that's the thing that feels right. Fair. I think it's more, I met this girl and I think she's the one. 
But you're already past that by the, this point in the song. However, she doesn't like me romantically. And that makes me... Hey, wait. Yeah, you're right. Hey, wait. You're right. Thank you. I usually am. <laughs> what the fuck am I saying here? This feels I think right, if you change it to felt, if it's like, it felt right. Yeah. But I've only ever been wrong. Yeah, that's much better. But then it's but like, I'd never you... say it to your face. Yeah, good. Because we're not even doing that anymore. <laughs> yeah. We're past that. <laughs> Fucking hell. It's been 10 years, man. I enjoyed this song. And now I never <laughs> can. I've seen sorry its, its many flaws. That's what we I do never, here. I feel like we we like evened each other out on this song. Because I came <laughs> in kind of very aggressive from the jump. Just being like, oh, Alex. This is a piece of shit and so are this you. This is a piece of shit and so are you. <laughs> and I was like, hey, it's pretty good. It represents the growth. Show the growth. But uh, And I think ultimately overall it does. I don't know. It was just this one, that one verse that confounded me. But guess we'll never know. I mean, it is a verse that was true at some point. Sure. It also, it's not, it's, it's a very like, not specific to the situation. Like, I feel like you have more, you know, light shining through in the cracks in the heart and all that kind of stuff is very much specific to this scenario. Whereas the song, I feel like that little verse. I'm getting yeah. really hung up on that little verse. I'm you, very you sorry. I hate the verse, man. I fucking hate the verse. Yeah, I hate it. I'd never say it to your face, but I'd say it in song. Do we like it? Is it cheeky? Or is it bullshit? Oh, he's on a... I'm not a fan. It's very like... <laughs> the Broadway growl. <laughs> I'm not a fan. <laughs> it's very like... It's very early Alex. It takes me back to the adult days. It's very like, I'm going to do this without telling you, but I'm going to confess my feelings into this song. See, the thing is, Alex, <laughs> you're a fuck and no <laughs> one likes you. No. Uh, I feel like young Alex, in his head, I don't think this is the shy looking away from the microphone, Ariana mm-hmm. Grande sleeves. Um, for me, this is... <laughs> I think he sees this as like the the movie, the close-up, he catches her eye and then says it and like maybe does a sly wink and the audience is like, oh, how smooth. You know, it's like a, yeah. a cheeky, oh, but that makes my skin crawl and imagining <laughs> me. As, as I say it out loud, yeah. actually. Yeah. Uh, huh. as a, as, imagining myself try to be sexual or romantic. Hey, now. <laughs> You're an all-star. <laughs> Get your game on. Get your game Go on. Go play. <laughs> Let's go that, not get yeah. too hung up on We've that. Suitably killed that in the ass. Yes. <laughs> so the chorus, final chorus. Hey, well, we... those woes, those woes, those four woes, good woes. Thank you. Whoa. Oh, whoa. I think. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <sighs> those are different woes. They are different woes. Well, okay, so we have a cool thing happening in the second half of this chorus. Pay attention yeah. if you can. Uh, Oh, Avoid God. the fucking terrible singing. Just have at one point listen to the fucking the cymbals just smashing oh, yeah. out the way drums should not do. I think I love you. I love you. I know I need you. I need you. But I can have you. I can have you. And it's tearing me apart. I think I love you.
I like my little uh, Frankie Valley. Yeah. In the background. I liked it too. <laughs> <laughs> Credits. <laughs> we finally it agreed. Did kind of sound like a screaming goat. You know those videos of screaming <laughs> goats. <laughs> Fuck. But you know, I'm glad it was there. Do you do you mean the one at the very end or the yeah? I mean the one that was like the like back half of the chorus. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like a screaming goat. We collectively shook our heads at that part. No, listen to it the first time. <laughs> we shook. Oh, our you heads. were talking about the symbols. No, no, no. The the symbols were bad, but also okay. I was talking about uh, at the very very end. There's a there's a quiet high pitch. But the bit oh, I right. was shaking my head at was mm-hmm. uh, tearing me apart. I think, I, and then I try to go for an impassioned. Yeah. Oh, that is that's what I thought you were talking about. Yeah, it's fucking bad. I it's just bad. I don't reach that note. Bad. <sighs> Why did I leave it? In? Okay, that's what I that's what I thought the goat was. That was Fair. the goat. It was quite goat esque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This whole. Do chorus. you think it was a gag? Another one of your patented <laughs> gags that you put into serious songs? Do I save face and say it was? <laughs> or do I tell the truth and say I was really trying? <laughs> I was really trying. I was trying to do a cool bit. It felt right, so I went for it. But, but it, you're only ever <laughs> I've wrong. only ever been wrong. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, this whole fun chorus came about because um, I had done quite sophisticated harmonies for this song. Sure. You know, some kind of actually planned it out on a keyboard harmonies rather than just kind of improving harmonies. And I was like, what does this sound like without music? And I was like, oh, that's nice. I like that. Yeah. So I did the first half a cappella, had some clicks, and then brought the rest in after a nice kind of um, swell on the strings. But uh, I was quite happy with that. Uh, listening back, mm. <laughs> but. You tried. Yeah, I I don't. No, it was it. it was a solid effort. I think like it it shows that it was planned out. Yeah, and I think that when the music gets stripped away, it is like a cool moment. Yeah, I I, I always love a an acapella breakdown in any song. It's always good. Yeah, I've never heard a song with an acapella breakdown that I wasn't like, fuck yeah. Yeah, I saw an acapella breakdown because one of the guys, the alto, was like sleeping with the tennis wife. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> bah, 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 bah. <laughs> God damn it. So we're at the end of the song. Yeah. We're at the end of the song. End of the we've, song. We've done it. We do you have any like do you have any like little bits that fell off and went to the wayside? Do you have any extra trivia? Well, I was actually stalling that whole time while <sighs> I read through my notes to see if oh, I'd covered everything. He's a professional, ladies and gentlemen. He's yeah. a professional. And uh, I did find the bit that I remembered, and I was like, maybe I should go back a bit. There's only one thing. Um, I re-recorded this song, which I briefly mentioned, mm. but um, I had like done it properly, and it sounded pretty good. And yeah, my band and I were playing it. This was gonna be, this was gonna be on Crazy Days, I think. Oh wow! Yeah. And then, I don't think it would have like fit in in Crazy Days. I think that's why we didn't end up going with it. Yeah, I don't um, think that vibes. Although I guess like uh, yeah, I don't know a fully produced version of this song outside of what you've done here. But are you saying if it was polished, it would fit? Because it's well, that's the thing. It's like I don't know, dude. <laughs> I don't know. A lot of Australian Brisbane producers have hacked big chunks out of my songs. 
So maybe mm. that would have also happened. Maybe they were like, cut the fucking spoken word bit. <laughs> yeah, they would have. They definitely would have. I would have. If I were your producer, <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. know jack shit, but I'd know to <laughs> tell you to get the fucking spoken word out of there. There is a cool guitar solo underneath the spoken word bit. Yeah, leave that in. <laughs> Just a fucking Print money, dude. <laughs> what do you... Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the question. Yeah. You remove the spoken word segment. Good song. Yeah, I think it's a good song. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I think, you know, it's very much an homage. Mm. I don't know where it fits into the landscape of music today slash to in 2011. <laughs> I don't know if I'd like listen to it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> if it happened near me, I yeah. would let it enter my I'd get ears. Into it. I wouldn't it, leave the room. Literally, if you released it in the 50s, this would be great. Fair. I do wonder what place my music nowadays has in the world. I think I'm just kind of fucking good bops, doing good bops own... that anyone can listen to all the time. Well, that's my thing. It's like it's music for people who like music. I like fifties music. If I because I think good music is timeless, even if you're like, oh, this is an eighties song from the eighties. You're like, mm. it was good then, and it's good now. You know, that's true. It's kind of. I was listening to um sixties French pop the other day. Just mm -hmm. a playlist full of it. And it was good. Is this a meme? Cooking. No, I was cooking. Sounds cool. Yeah, you should you, literally on Spotify, mm -hmm. search 60s French pop. There's like a playlist. You know how like it's like Topsify or something and they like yeah. make a bunch of playlists. It's just called 60s French pop. How? And you just listen to it and you're just like, oh. How did you find 60s French pop? Because I searched 60s French pop. <laughs> What's the matter with you, you weirdo? <laughs> hey, you'll thank me later. I will. That's the thing. I believe that good music is good regardless. Like, obviously, so society has to play a part. Back in the USSR, if released in 2021, might not have oh, the same fine. thing. But like, I think there are some songs that are just bangers because they have the components in them to be bangers. You know? Yeah. I agree. Like Uptown Funk in 1425, you'd probably get burnt at the stake. But also, but also, I don't know what happened in 1420. Was that a burning at the stake kind of time? I don't know the I don't know the centuries. Yeah, I got to brush up on my centuries, dude. Yeah, man. If you're gonna continue being a host on this show, you got to know your yeah. centuries, man. But like, maybe they'd be like, "Oh, Goody Proctor, you're fucking getting burnt <laughs> for this devil music." But they would be fucking tapping their toes underneath the bench yeah. when no one saw. They'd be like, this slaps. Because they are my jams. Because <laughs> I cannot have another. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's some good Crucible memes. Yeah, man. All, all our Crucible fans would be like, ah, <laughs> oh, finally. <laughs> yes. I had a fun time going through this with you. Oh, thank you. I had a fun time going through it with you as well. Hmm. Where can people find your music? Well, uh, I'm glad you asked, James. I'm a musician called Your Man Alex Smith, and I've had an album... Wait, shut up. How? What <laughs> ranking is this out of 10 sucks? Oh, shit. Uh, okay, so 10 being it sucks a lot, 1 being mm -hmm. it doesn't suck very much. Yep. For, any, for anyone listening for the first time. I'm going to say bloody 1. I'm going to say a 2. Ah. You can't tell me that the spoken segment... That's why I get a one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. It would be a zero. It would be a zero sucks. Yeah. Uh, wait, did I say one? 
It sounds like it was recorded on an ass. You can quote me. So I'm going to bump that back up to a three. Wow. The, the production was so bad. Yeah. All right. Uh, but do we rate production? Do we rate songwriting? No, fuck it. You, three. You fuck tell it. me. No, but I've know. given everything a three. So generous with the threes. Two. Two. I'm giving, I'm dishing like sixes on the wreck. So we're fine. <laughs> Safety six. <laughs> Safety six. I'm go, I'm sitting on two. All right. Do your plug. Um... Yeah, I've been I've been working on this past album for four years. That's as long, if not a little bit longer, than we've been working on this podcast. Mm. It's called Slow Burn. It's on Spotify, Bandcamp, and iTunes. It sounds fucking really good. People have been giving it really good feedback. There's a really nice review from Good Call Live, which made me cry. I felt very seen, very validated. Uh, and most recently, probably not as recently once this episode comes out, but uh, I had a big animated music video done by Skjald who are a Danish animation team, and they did the Tales of Aletheon series on YouTube. It's fucking the coolest thing that's ever happened in my career. You are doing yourself a disservice if you don't check it out. It's got cowboys. It's traditional animation. It's cool as fuck. Uh, Everyone has also had a lot of good things to say about that as well. I definitely recommend you check it out. James, what you got going on? Um, Not a ton, but you can find the show... On at my song suck on Instagram and Twitter. Find all the updates on all our new episodes as they come out. F- listen to the show, rate it. I don't know. I feel like that's people something people say about shows. Yeah, rate the show. Yeah, rate the rate show. Rate the show on Spotify. If you like it, wait iTunes, Apple Music. That's iTunes, the one. Uh, Apple Podcasts. On Facebook, give us a, a five star. Facebook, maybe. leave do a nice you use comment. Facebook. I don't use Facebook that much, but if you do, <laughs> hey, rate us. Yeah, give us a rate. So give us that a rate. other people can be like, oh, these guys seem good. Yeah, this is, look at all these ratings. Yeah, the algorithm. But only the good ones. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> thank you all for listening. This has been My Song Suck. I've been James Keogh. I've been Alex Smith. And you've been listening to James Keogh and Alex Smith. See you next time on My Song Suck. Bye. Bye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 